Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following adventures of Kate Kane on the CW's new hit show, Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hey, Palmer. How you doing? Well, well, I just lost one of my earbuds, but other than that, I'm good. How about you? Uh, getting over a cold, but other than that, I'm good. So if I sound a little extra nasally tonight, you'll know why. It's fine as long as you don't cough into the mic. Thankfully, this is not one of those colds where I have a never-ending cough. I just can't breathe through my nose. I mean, breathing's kind of overrated, so. (laughs) So what did we think of this episode of Batwoman? Did we think that was overrated? Uh, No, I thought the title was so. So whenever I refer to the title this week, it'll be... Uh, season one, episode seven. Tell me the truth, aka Sophie's the worst. Sophie's the worst, or Jacob's the worst. Sophie. Sophie is easily the worst this entire episode. Um, she has some non-likable moments, but I'm sorry, the worst award for me goes to Jacob. But it, I mean, can you read? Really give it to Jacob? Uh, I guess, I mean, all right, you can. <laughs> but Sophie's still the worst. I'm sorry. It's nope. I mean, I did, I, I did kind of, I did kind of put uh, WTF at that moment. So, I mean, I'm there with you on Jacob. <laughs> But Sophie was also a part of it. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then she, and then she tries to convince us like she's in love with her husband by kissing him. (laughs) And her own husband didn't even buy that, mind you. No, he's just. (laughs) Did you see the the look on his face when they hugged? Because he was like, yeah, no, I totally don't buy this. And yeah. I put out on on Twitter as I was watching it. He buys it about as much as we do. Yeah, no, he uh he he's on to her. But again, like she lies to him, she lies to Kate, she lies to I I'm assuming everybody. Like if she had a cat, she would lie to it. She's also lying to herself. I don't I don't think no. See, I don't think she is. I don't think she believes anything she says she didn't she didn't admit to having feelings for Kate until this episode she tried to deny they were there she had them she was just lying to everyone about it including herself until tonight I don't know if I would uh, from what we can see she's lying to herself I don't think she was though like I think she knew she was still in love with Kate but she was like convinced that lying to everybody, including us. But we'll get to there when yes. we get there. So, as I said before, this is season one, episode seven. Which I've already forgotten. 
Season one, episode seven, <laughs> Tell Me the Truth, a.k.a. Sophie's the Worst. <laughs> so we will we argue s- about that later. <laughs> we can. But she is. <laughs> There's just some... We can argue that there might be other people, but... Uh, but scientifically speaking, she's the worst. So she's worse than Luke for you today? It, at least Luke is like, I'm I'm fine with dumb pretty boys, but I don't know. Episode with uh, fake trying to kill a, a person at a... I say fake dead shot because it's not dead shot. And it looked his, a lot like him, though. It really did. And I was like, oh, oh are we just not going to reference this move on with our lives? Nope, they're going to give him a completely different name called The Rifle. Which but t- a little too on the nose for me, but okay, sure. Well, I mean, he was using a rifle. They're, look, villains are not known for their... <laughs> their imaginative thinking when it comes to names okay oh okay yeah no that's true because the other villains in this universe are the riddler the penguin and the joker so yeah it's all basically the riddler who says riddles the penguin who's a penguin there was yeah it's all it's all very on the nose okay so i can let that go yeah uh so uh batwoman breaks it up obviously because that's what she does. Of course, she waits till the guy gets like just about gets the shot off. He did get the shot she off. Intervened. And I'm like, but she, because it looked to me like he he she's he, getting the shot off, and that's why he missed. Yeah, that whole I'm like, because I even said the same thing. I'm like, you wait till he's just about ready to get the shot off, or even that he got the shot off before you. I don't know what should she grapple hook his foot? Yeah. Yeah, she did the, uh, I believe it's takedown number 23 in the Batman playbook. You, you grapple hook the feet and they go, they go wee all the way <laughs> up and they hang there until people come and take them down. Leaving the scene, Batwoman runs into Sophie and has a quick exchange where Sophie's like, hey, Kate, my ex-girlfriend, how you doing? And Kate's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Now, Batwoman is like, I, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Like, who's Kate? Did you say her name was? Who's this Kate person? Yeah, she tried to she tried to play it off. I almost thought she was going to answer her without turning on her voice modulator. Because it almost looked like I'll, she was going to go talk to her. And then she's like, oh, wait, I have to fix my voice. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. they have a they have a very station where Sophie is like I know it's you Zufredo you broke my heart she doesn't she actually says I know it's you Kate and I'm going to tell your father because Sophie is the worst but see I understood Sophie's motivations here because she doesn't want Kate to get hurt look if you're in a Batman suit you're not getting hurt um well that's not entirely true. Look, Jason Todd doesn't count. Not everybody walks around with a crowbar. The one weakness <laughs> of a bat suit. Also, I mean, 
blonde woman whose name I can't remember who wore the bat suit later in the episode, which we'll talk about later, begs to differ about the whole getting hurt thing. Ah, that's fine. So rather than have a rational conversation, Kate grapple hooks out of uh, out of scene. I don't now know why she doesn't asking, have a smoke. Now before asking, do you trust me? Yeah. If someone ever asks, do you trust me? The answer sh- should always be, I'm sorry. Like, if they're going to ask you that, chances are they're going to lie to you. Yeah, I almost like a, like I almost thought we were headed for like Sophie working with Batwoman, kind of like Iris did in the early years of the Flash before she knew that Barry was the Flash and she was kind of having super secret conversations with the Flash. That's where I thought this might be going, but now I've changed my mind. Did it really take that long for Iris to find out Barry was the Flash? Yeah, it took... I don't think she knew until the end of one, maybe? Okay, that makes sense. All right, that makes sense. I thought thought you meant like it went whole seasons. I'm like, wow, they actually let somebody have a secret identity? Well, we'll we'll discuss the whole like secret identity and how Kate is the absolute worst at keeping her identity a secret. Everyone in this universe is the worst, but I, Sophie is the worst. Kate is the worst at keeping her identity a secret because it, it just, to me she seems worse. Because maybe because all of the people are finding out quicker than anybody else did in any of the other Arrowverse shows. This is true. So so that kind of makes it worse for me. Yeah. All right. After after the uh, after the lovebirds have their little their little back and forth, we we uh, go into the restaurant that the bullet lodged into the wall. And we see Julia Pennyworth, who is Alfred's daughter. Um, she is obviously she is obviously part of some organization tracking the rifle. Uh, her code name is Tuxedo One, which is nice because it's the same code name she has in the comics when she's working with Batwoman. Oh, that's cool. Yes, I thought I thought that was a really nice touch. So, oh, in the comics, she is she works with I believe British intelligence, much like Alfred did back in the day. So I would assume she doesn't. I don't believe I don't remember if she she uh, gives the entire details uh, in this episode. But I, that's what I'm kind of figuring is is what she's doing in this episode too. Um, she's with she's with British intelligence because she's she is British, like she has a British accent. And I didn't even make the connection so, that she was Alfred's daughter. I knew she was coming, but I didn't know if it was um, in this episode or not. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Nope. That's her. Uh, so we go back to the Batcave where Kate is training i guess like doing doing backflips and poses is not necessarily she was getting her aggression out she was beating the crap out of ghost sophie 
Like she was picturing she was picturing Sophie in her head and just beating the ever-loving crap out of her. Poor ghost Sophie, always <laughs> taking always taking the, the shaft because of Sophie being the worst. So and the, and the, Luke chooses this absolute horrible time to have a conversation with her. I mean, he basically has a conversation with himself, and that's the first step of like being a villain. Like, you start having a conversation with yourself, you become crazy. He's like, hey, Kate, how was your night? I stayed up. Why was I up? Because I was going through everything about the case. You know, great job, Lou. No. Like, you're supposed to let Kate tell you these things. And this was also where we found out that her dad was filing for divorce, right? Um, We, no, we find out in the next scene. Okay, that where, was the next scene. Yeah, cuz we find out through um through Catherine and Mary talking. Kate's like But didn't but didn't I Luke say ta- something about I saw online that your dad filed for divorce this morning? I'm sorry, before he went into the whole other spiel? Oh yeah. She- oh. oh yeah. All right. Because then I guess so. cuz then Kate started talking about how it wasn't that big of a deal because Catherine lied. And that established the fact to me that she knew about Catherine's lie because we weren't sure last week. And I was kind of sad that we didn't get to see Kate kick kick, kick the crap out of Catherine for lying. I mean, I guess so. Also, I would like to note that the owner of the restaurant goes on TV and says Batwoman uh, can show up anytime and get a free meal and i really want batwoman to like show up one day and claim that free meal yes although she kind of tries to do it and that doesn't work out so much well, i thought she was going to drop that one's <laughs> name but she didn't she didn't you you are correct however during the conversation with luke and well during some moment where luke stopped talking to himself <laughs> kate talked Sophie knows that she's Batwoman and is going to tell her father. And Luke asks, do you trust her? No, Luke, because she's the worst. No one trusts Sophie. Kate really doesn't have any reason to trust Sophie. This is true. What I don't get is... What I don't get is Luke asks Kate, do you trust her? And naturally, Kate like starts daydreaming about her and Sophie having having some sexy time. That that's not the question you were asked, Kate. But at least it's the start of we get a we get a storyline in flashbacks to see what happened at the academy, which is good because it's been an it's been an unanswered question. We knew we knew they got caught. We knew what Kate wanted to do, and Mary didn't. Sophie. Sophie. But we don't. Yeah, we don't know. We start get it. We kind of get the answers this episode, which is nice. Yes. Um, the flashbacks, I I liked, and they didn't take away from the episode. I will say though, this is this might have been like the most CW feeling episode that they've had so far. Yes. Do we want to just sort of recap all the flashbacks in one lump and uh, then continue throughout? 
Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. So <clears throat> basically what happens is we find out uh, Kate talks to Sophie when, when they're found out and they have the letter that the that Point Rock wants them to sign. And Kate's like, you know, we shouldn't, you know, we should just admit to it. We should come out there. You know, they're not going to throw both of us out a week before a week before graduation. <coughs> and Sophie is on board with us. Sophie's like, yeah, to hell with them. They're not going to kick us out. We love each other. And that's what really matters. Um, so that doesn't happen. We knew that we knew that part already. What we didn't know was why. So why did that not happen, Tony? Because Jacob, who I maintain is the worst for doing this, decided to give Sophie some unsolicited advice and told her that she that coming out and owning their relationship would not be what was best for her or for Kate in the long run and advised her to sign the paper. Right. Now here, while that was bad advice and I'm going to agree with you, it was bad advice. I will say he essentially tells Mary, cause Mary says like, you know, this is what me and Kate are going to do. They're not going to, they're not going to kick us out. She kind of, right? Yes. Okay, I don't know why Sophie. you switching them up today. <laughs> I don't know. So Sophie says, look, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan we have. They're not going to kick us out. You know, she pretty much kind of regurgitates Kate's plan. And Jacob's like, no, they're going to kick you out. Like, if you come clean, they're going to kick you out. And I think that while while him pointing this out is is very is a puts some of the blame on him i feel that mary still kind of owns Sophie? it because damn it <laughs> i'm just going to stop using names this week Sophie. <laughs> Sophie decides that she wants to stay in in the school and in the military. And so she, like she has to own the decision she makes. Kate uh, Jacob gave her Jacob kind of just gave her the straight information as to what would happen happen in mary sophie sophie <laughs> decides that she doesn't want to come out now one thing uh before we get to that part when she's talking when sophie <laughs> is talking to kate yes i got two names right that time i was just about to bring up she this talks moment, about so. She talks about how 
Her father kind of dry heaves whenever he sees a rainbow flag, and her mother doesn't like gay people, like cringes openly, openly talks about not liking them. So she comes from a very bigoted household in that regard. And it also sounded like a very super religious household. Because I thought she said that her mother thought that they would burn in hell or something like that. Yes. Uh, um, at least on her mother's side. Uh, yeah, I at least coming from her mother, it sounds like there's some uh, religious aspect to it. So. So we get a little bit of why. Sophie might not want to come out i i still don't like that she did it and oh i I, yeah no i'm not saying it's a i'm not saying it's a good excuse i'm just we're, we're getting the reasons and you can ultimately decide like whether or not you like it's it's difficult for anybody in that position i've i'm not in that position so i would never assume to know <laughs> assume to know what it's like right i wouldn't either but i would i would like to think that if i were ever put in that situation i would be strong enough to stand in my convictions right and and that's how that's how i think everyone wants to feel it's not reality so i believe i I do like the fact that they're giving the people who don't feel that they're strong representation in this in the show. And I joke that I joke that Sophie's lot. I can understand. Like she's not ready. She's not ready. Um, she like she likes women and that she's in love with Kate. Even to the extent of Jacob asked coming to the hearing and she said I asked them not to call her. I'm surprised they listened. <clears throat> well, I mean she's there they're of legal age at this point, so there's probably like there's no legal standing for them to call to call her parent i could see i could see she has she has the ability to keep people in the dark and and it's not really on the school to go against those wishes because there's no legal obligation that they have to gotcha so and and we kind of go the end of the flashbacks are pretty I somebody else heard that third voice, right? Yeah, no, my phone did something strange. I was trying to make sure it was on do not disturb and it just sort of started playing something. Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We shall continue. Um so so uh the last kind of flashback scene we see is Kate and Sophie having the same conversation that we got in the pilot with a lot more context. A lot more context. Like now 
we know everything that happened before it. And now Kate, you know, Kate still kind of gives her the chance. Let's, you know, let's to help. Let's run away. They don't want us. And Sophie's like, no, this is this is the choice that I've made. And she tells Kate love her which is a lie and we, uh, we everyone knows it's a lie except Kate yeah. uh, because I Kate that she loves her Kate will stick around and it'll ult- it'll ultimately both of them in the long run right Sophie, Sophie's obviously not, and Kate will always be kind of pushing for it. And then all, so Kate will be there, and if you know, if they get caught together, Sophie's military. So she tells Kate, her and Kate goes off, and that's pretty much all of the. That's kind of all the flashbacks in a nutshell. Except for the one where Sophie takes Kate's medal that they were taking down. Yes. After that scene, yes. After that scene, Sophie goes into the uh, the military, <clears throat> into the, the academy, and pretty much any any tr- trace of Kate being in the mil- uh, in the academy. She had a she had a medal for winning a sharpshooting competition that they were taking out of the they were taking out of the out of the trophy case and Mary I was doing good I was doing good (laughs) Sophie asks or Sophie says you know why are you taking it out she went here and the guy pretty much just like well she doesn't go here anymore and you know she's not one of us. And then Mary kind of has her first Sophie? moment of stick. <laughs> Sophie has a moment of actually standing up for her for Kate and herself. I was By... so proud of her at this moment. I just wish she could have done it when it mattered. I just wish she wasn't the worst. Is essentially what I yes. <laughs> You know, she's like, Kate, you know, Kate is, Kate was hung over. Kate was drunk off her ass and won that competition. No one should have actually handed her a gun. That was the stupidest thing anyone's ever done. And I'm like, okay, good, good, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> but but she like, still managed to wipe the floor with everybody, even not on her best day. Yep. All you straight people couldn't hold a candle to her which is really like what i was doing for her to say and i'm like come on say it say it please say it but no she didn't say it but it's it's but at least she stood up for kate kind of stood up for herself without really doing it so i think that's why it was easier because she was standing up for kate 
and it wasn't really herself, so... Right. So, I mean, so those are the flashbacks in a nutshell. That all happened while... Well, that all happened through... So after the first flashback, we go back to Luke talking in the... Talking in the uh, Batcave. And they kind of come up with the idea of... Kate needs to talk to Sophie. <clears throat> so this, we go over the. This was Luke's idea, right? Probably. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a bad idea, so I'm assuming it's Luke's. <laughs> like talking just hasn't worked out ever for these two people. Let's no. let's you know try it again. <clears throat> Speaking. Speaking of talking, we have a nice little scene of Sophie and husband. Look, Tyler. He does have a name. It doesn't matter. He's husband. Like they're not going to be. They're not going to be together much longer. They're gonna break up. He is gonna go off, and we'll never see him again. Is he even part of the main cast, or is he guest cast? I don't even think he's a guest cast. I think like he's also I mean, also happened to be on set this day. I mean, he would have been listed as guest cast based on the number of lines he had this episode. Yeah, but I mean, no one actually listened to him. <laughs> he was he shows up and is like, "Hey, remember when you when you when I came across you and Batwoman, you were like, she just left without saying anything this video kind of shows you two talking what's the deal what's the deal yo and sophie's like look she um i gotta go (laughs) gotta go oh uh look we didn't exchange brownie recipes i'm not working with her because he accuses he's like are you working with her and he's like no that's insane I just think she's kind of cute but she doesn't say that she thinks it yes so husband starts thinking there's something up and while Sophie is trying to alleviate these questions and insecurities that husband's having Kate messages Kate messages Sophie like, hey, you know, can you meet me for dinner? We need to talk. So naturally, Sophie's like, got to go. I'm out of here. And he's like, who did you get a message from? Why is her why is her phone or messages showing up on a secure crow's laptop? Like, this seems like a horrible idea very bad but in any event sophie's like look i would love to talk husband who i love so much but i gotta go and meet my ex-girlfriend she doesn't say (laughs) that she thinks it and then takes off so fast she leaves a vapor trail right like looney tune style speedy gonzalez or or roadrunner when like you just have like the exact the exact cloud cut out of the character yeah, she ran and she ran fast. Yeah. If only she did that on their wedding day, they wouldn't be <laughs> in this predicament. 
we get to the car scene with Mary and Catherine. I love this scene. Uh, I do too, because Mary's just Mary has no chill in this scene. Mary is over everything. She's like, I didn't know not going was an option. Yeah. Like, so they're they're on their way to the divorce proceeding. Uh, so it's a it's pretty much meeting with all the lawyers involved, and Jacob is supposed to be there, and Catherine's like, oh, Jacob's not going to be there because he's off on some vision quest. I don't know. It was a horrible like he's he's out west somewhere. And Kate is not going to be there because, you know, she's probably asleep. And poor Mary is like, I'm being dragged here and not going wasn't an option. What the hell? She's like, I don't even want to be in this car with you right now. And I have to go to this court here. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. She's like, "The, the family's falling apart. You know, Kate hates me because of you. Although there's no like, r- there's no um, evidence to support this. Although I would assume I, like there's been a Kate, lack of communication. And I was gonna say the thinks. lack of communication is all the proof that she needs. And her and right, Kate but, weren't exactly in a stable place to begin with, so they were just starting to get on solid-ish ground when all of this happened. And now Kate is receding again, so she's like freaking out. See, I don't think she's receding. I just think since they're not living in the same space anymore, that her I, being the, her Mary's being back, looking at it as receding. Right, we know right. what's really happening, but Mary's looking at it right. and going, yeah. she's pulling away again. Exactly. And she's like, you know, we were just starting to we were just starting to kind of get be friendly and be sisters after five years. Which that which was is an odd interesting because it's yeah, so have they been married for five years? That's what I'm guessing. Is, that is that is what I'm guessing too. So so the accident happened ten years ago. So we don't know how long they were searching, but at whenever whenever Catherine had her men uh have the deer bones after that they got together. <clears throat> so they've been get they've been together get a five out of the 10 years since the crash which is which is about right and poor mary is is like you know the only one in my family that is still that is still talking to me is you and and i don't even want you this is all your fault i yeah i hate you and i mary is just she's over it and i don't blame her it's like it's like word vomit coming out of her. Like there's just no, it's stream of consciousness, no filter, and she's just yammering on. But it's great. Like she she doesn't have much in this episode, so this scene is just really good with her. And Catherine, <laughs> and poor is Catherine's like, like poor <laughs> Catherine. Catherine was a bitch. She's like, I don't have time for another guilt trip right now. Look right before her phone rang. Her gun? No, she called. Her gun went missing, and she's getting a text about it. So, and Mary's just like, you know, I'm upset with you because you lied to everybody. And Catherine's like, look, I got a gun missing, 
thing that could kill lots of people, that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, I just, I'm not, I just don't like Catherine. I'm in, in, and I was hoping we would play it more. True. I was hoping we'd play it more of this anger than just with Jacob and Mary. I really wanted to see Kate get mad at her. And I'm really mad that we haven't seen that. Oh, that will be coming. Don't worry about it. We have. I, I need it. Oh, it, it'll it'll come. Don't worry. So we have uh, um, we have Kate kind of tailing the person who was the target of the assassination. Uh, actually, before that, there was a there was a line from Catherine uh, when they're talking about the gun and she's you know this thing was under security this just doesn't go missing and like Catherine honey this is everything goes missing and then she said talk to the guy who created it and then that's when she found out he was dead right he was the one that got shot by mouse in the last episode yes last episode yes so we have that Kate is now tailing the that um, was the target of the assassination, figuring that the person will try again. And she's right. She she is doing no. No attempted hiding in this parking lot. Open. Nobody sees her somehow. He's walking to his car and of course, Luke's on the on the intercom, like, "Hey, there's another there's another heat signature," and he's not even like the the assassin is not even trying to hide in this parking lot. Like, you can see him clear as day with a gun. Yep. And just as Kate's about to kind of zero in on him, we see someone come. Come, come uh, parkouring in and taking him out. And my first thought was, was, why is Arrow in this episode? My thought is, what is Alice doing here? Uh, Alice does not parkour. <laughs> that is that is not something she does ever. I literally thought that that was Alice that, who's when they were fighting and then when the hood came off and it was, wasn't Alice, I was like, Oh, hello. Who were you? Yeah. So it's Julia Pennyworth. Kate goes to intercept her. Cause she, she doesn't know who it is. She just thinks it's a random person. They kind of have a, they have a quick fight. Nice. No, good action sequence. While this is happening, both the person who is targeted for assassin kind of leaves, and so does the assassin. Great job, guys. Like, way to keep an eye on this. Right. <clears throat> the target of the assassination ends up getting stabbed to death by Mouse several times. And yeah, Mouse we- went a little overboard on that one. Yeah. And we find out that the rifle was hired by Alice. He had killed two other people 
who were also involved in making the gun and the third person <coughs> who could have fixed the gun is the one that just died. So essentially Alice was taking out everyone that could have created a weapon to kill her sister because the only one who's allowed to torture her sister is her. Right. Which is how most siblings are. Yes. Julie automatically, Julia automatically knows that Kate is bad, leading me to believe that Kate needs a better mask. It, but it, it wasn't even the mask. It was the combat move that she used that she taught her. She was, it was the mask. I mean. No, she, she says she would know that hammer punch anyway. So you're right. Like, in theory, it's the, the it was the uh, the combat move. Although I'm thinking she just saw like a bat and it was a woman and she's like, well, Bruce had a cousin who was a military who learned all these things. Like she's in British intelligence, so she can put two and two together. Yes. They go back to the bat cave so they can, you know, reminisce about I old loved- times after. After talking about a toy dinosaur. I loved this scene. Was it because Kate just absentmindedly takes the dinosaur in her hand, starts walking, and wonders why the hell she has the dinosaur? No, wait. <laughs> hold on. Let me make sure this is the scene I'm thinking of. Is this the scene where they're in the in the bat cave and Luke is just telling um, Penny everything? Like, about Sophie and, like, Luke is just spilling all the tea? <laughs> Yeah, because Luke comes in and is like, hey, Julia, what old friend? And Kate's like, oh, you two know each other. And Kate's in. Kate talks about how her and Julia know each other. How Julia was sent after Kate leaves the the, uh, academy. She kind of goes on a whirlwind tour of training. And Bruce kind of sends Julia out to to uh, keep an eye on her. And she takes the cover as a Krav Maga teacher. Now, naturally, her and Kate hook up, which doesn't lend – which doesn't look much – doesn't look well for Kate's judgment of women. Like every woman just ends up lying to her, apparently. Yes. And then she's and, like Yeah. And it was too soon since Mary since Sophie Sophie. So I said it. I caught myself. <laughs> that she's like, you know, you lied to me about that and you lied to me about having feelings. And Julia's like, oh honey, the only thing I lied about was my identity and Luke's in the back of like oh you two know each other know each other know each know other each and other. I was like, dying like he's a like he's a third grader come on <laughs> I loved it I was laughing so hard <laughs> and Julia's like yeah you know you were trying to get over that girl What's her name? I think it was Sophie. See, even she has a hard time (laughs) remembering her name. And my favorite line of the episode, Luke said, well, that clearly didn't work. And 
the back and forth between him and Julia was really good. Like, oh, it, you know, that didn't work. Oh, she still hung up on Sophie? Yes. And Kate's there like, will you both sh- shut up? <laughs> I loved that whole scene. It was just fun. Yeah, it was it was a good scene. Um we got the we got the background on we got the background on Julia. Luke didn't Luke didn't um act overtly stupid. So I mean, that was a pl- good job, Luke. And it led yeah. into one of, it led into one of the flashbacks. Other than that, um other than that, we get we get to the so we jump the gun a bit because there is a second scene between Sophie and her and husband, and that's when she gets the message from Kate. Which oh, is, is this the scene where she tells him everything? No. So the first the first scene that they have is him showing her the footage of her and Batwoman. Right. <laughs> and, and her being and her being like, no, you know, we didn't have that much of a conversation. She left. We didn't exchange brownie recipes. And then she's like, you know, we I'm not hiding anything from you. But we, you know, we should have a talk. And then he kind of comes back to her in this in this next scene to have, have the talk. And then Kate's like, hey, ex-girlfriend, we need to meet up. Can we have and she's like. Peace out, husband. I know you said we needed to talk, but um, gotta go. So they go to the restaurant from the beginning of the episode, where um, an interesting thing happens. They are asked to leave by the manager who notices them holding hands. Yeah, I wanted to slap that manager. And apparently um, the actress who plays Sophie, whose name I can't think of at this given moment, said I believe Twitter, her first name is Mary. <laughs> um, said on Twitter last night that that scene was really hard for her to do because she herself, the actress, would have decked that man. Yes, absolutely. Um Oh, so when Sophie leaves to go, when Sophie leaves husband uh on the not date with kate she kisses husband goodbye um it was the worst kiss i've ever seen because (laughs) judging by why by what i know of human anatomy that kiss was in his ear (laughs) it was so bad like none of their kisses have actually been good but this one was particularly awful like she missed his by like 20 feet like it's just they're just terrible yeah so the manager comes over and is like hey you're wearing regular you know you're wearing sneakers that's against the dress code get out of here and kate's like um my feet are under the table and there's a table like how do you know I have sneakers on? By the way, that guy over there also has sneakers on. Yep. Kate was having none of it. She's like, why don't you admit that the most offensive thing about my footwear is me? 
what I and she's like and she's she's like turning it on because they were, they were holding hands and that's that's what brought the manager over because he saw it and after he's like after he's like well you know you need to leave because you have sneakers and she's like you know you can't see my sneakers and she's like Sophie my love what would you like to eat like she keeps playing it up and Sophie's like uh Ixnay on the of lay and Kate kind of like shoots her a look look like go with it you stupid ah, Sophie you're the worst yeah, the worst the worst so uh, uh does antagonize the guy quite a bit to which she should and he's like, look, you, you're going to have to leave. And she's like, fine, if I'm going to leave, I'm going to call my sister, Mary, who knows you and like 30 million people on Instagram. And we're going to shut this place down. To which she's Wait. like, OK, you can stay. And then Kate left anyway, which was fine. Right. No, which yeah, because yeah, you don't want to stay there. You just no. want to, you just want to cause a ruckus at that point. Exactly. So, so her and her and Sophie leave the restaurant. To which, to which Kate is like, you know, like you know what was happening in there, right? And Sophie, Sophie realizes it, but again, Sophie is. Sophie just doesn't want anyone to know. Right. She's trying to keep everything as low-key as possible. So even though she saw what was happening, she was playing like she didn't because she just wanted everything to go away. Yeah. And Kate kind of calls her on it. Like, he, he, she, um, she even says, like, I don't want to deal with, like, whatever closet thing is going on referencing you know Sophie being in the closet and it was it was a sharp dig that I don't think that I don't think the show did it like because it didn't seem to impact Sophie but because didn't Sophie react to that by saying like I don't want to talk about what happened so, uh, yeah, Sophie, they they bring up the fact that they bring up the fact of what happened at the Academy again. And Kate's like, you know, we had a plan. What happened? And we t- talked. We were on the same page. And she's like, well, I got I got a second opinion. And we see the scene with Jacob Kane telling Mary, like, look, no, they're going to kick you out if you. I mean, Mary could have got kicked out, too. We don't know. So you're going to get kicked out if you go down this road. So there's two ways of looking at this. And we talked about it a little bit earlier when we kind of went through all the flashback. But there's two ways of looking at this. One, he was legitimately giving Mary advice. Sophie. In my mind... I actually stopped 
thought of Sophie's name and was like, no, you're screwing them up all the time. It's the other <laughs> one. And went with Mary. I don't know. It's because Mary didn't have enough to do in this episode. And I like her character. And Sophie is the worst. <laughs> but you see, you think Sophie's the worst. You think you would remember her name. No. <laughs> so so you have two ways of looking at this. Jacob thinks Sophie has a good future in the military and possibly in the crow. Uh, I, yeah, I believe the crows are around at this point. So she has a good kind of future and he wants her with the crow, but she needs to kind of go through these steps. For so He's giving her good advice or he for some reason doesn't want her and Kate together and is giving ultimately bad advice. I'm going with door number two. See, I'm going to go with one. I, I, I don't believe he's that. I don't believe him and Kate are at the point where he's that vindictive especially around this time, but I think he's willing I think he's willing to sacrifice her happiness for his ultimate end goal. But didn't he want Kate in the military? Wasn't that a goal that he wanted? So what if he was doing it to make sure that Kate not thinking that Kate would walk, thinking that if Sophie refused to sign the letter if Sophie walked away, that Kate would s- sign the letter and stay in school. No, because he he says pretty clearly in that scene, he's like, Kate's done. Like, Kate's out of here. No matter what I say, she's going to go and, and, and admit to it. So I don't think that's it. I think he sees a lot of potential potential in Sophie. So he not he so he's giving her advice that in theory would help her advance in a career that she wants. But why would he do that? But at for the her? expense of Kate. That's he, the thing. Why would he she, do that for her? They obviously know each other cuz she she references as Mr as Mr. Kane when he comes when he he sits I mean, at this point, so they've met. she and Kate, she and Kate have been together for a few years, and Kate is more open with her status than Sophie is. So I'm assuming that he knows they're together, and he just knows her. She just knows him as my girlfriend's right. dad. So why I don't see him going out of his way to make it's- sure she has a good career, unless. Once she agreed to sign the letter, like once she did that, then he stepped in and sort of started shaping her career to kind of be like, okay, well, since you did this, I'm going to make sure that what you did was worth it. I mean, that's very possible. The other thing is um, if he has the crows at this point, which, again, I believe I believe he do. They do. Um, Whether it's like in its infancy or what he has the ability at that point to kind of like background check almost Mary 
Sophie. Sophie. And yeah. And so like anybody dating his daughter, you would naturally think he would do like an extensive background check on. So it could be. So you're right. Like it could be she she kind of took his advice and and signed the letter. And he was like, because she did that, you know, I'll shape her. But maybe he kind of looked at her and was like, it's somebody that I can. It's somebody that I can, like, he looks at our background, like, I can trust her. Kate trusts her, so I could trust her. And I'm going to need somebody like that to build up the crows. Now, now that Kate, coming out of the flashback now, now that Kate knows that it was her father who pushed Sophie to do this, do we think that? her relationship with her father is going to be irreparably damaged because they were just coming back from everything uh, with Alice and Beth. Uh, I think this needs to have a, I think this needs to be a conversation. Um, knowing Kate, it'll be a very aggressive Angry one. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. A very aggressive conversation. But at the same point, I think it ultimately I think Kate might ultimately put the blame on Sophie and that's where the blame should be because because Jacob really does nothing other than give her what is going and like he even said that don't know what Sophie would have done without that conversation and now not Kate will never know right Although I think we kind of know without that conversation, she goes in there and, and admits to her and Kate being together because she doesn't because she doesn't know anything else. Like Jacob really just tells her, look, that I that plan you have where you're going to where you're going to admit to it and they're going to allow you to stay isn't going to happen. If you admit to it, you're both gone. And it's that knowledge that is what makes Mary Sophie stay and not admit to it. If she doesn't, if she knows one way or the other that she would be allowed to stay, she would have copped to it, I think. For Jacob telling her, no, that's, that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is that you're going to kick you both out and it'll be like you never existed in this academy. And that's why she, she changes. It's going to be interesting to see how Kate interacts with her father now knowing this information. If it's even her father. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. That is... <clears throat> yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We but... get there. However, before we get there, we get a scene with Catherine and Jacob where Catherine's like, hey, soon-to-be ex-husband, I need a favor. I lost a gun. Can you find it? And he's like, I have no time for this. Go away. Yeah. And Sophie. Yeah, Sophie pops in her head and is like, Hey guys, it's me, Sophie. I was just listening outside the door because that's what I do. Um, 
you need to find this gun, mistrust me, you need to find the gun. And Catherine's like, you guys, uh... Have fun with this, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, you guys have fun with finding my missing mommy out. And Sophie's like, so you need to find the gun because Kate's Batwoman. And I know this because I'm the worst. And this actually said all those words. Minus the I'm the worst part. Bah. This was the moment where I decided that Kate is the worst at keeping her identity a secret. Because at this that's point. Not, that's not Kate's fault. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just this whole, like, it's just this whole show is doing the whole secret identity thing the worst. Because at this point, the only people who don't know that Kate is Batwoman are Catherine and Mary. And Mary. Out of the main cast. Mary almost finds out. And Mary almost finds out. Yeah. So this is just, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, no, I trust me. I, I get what you're saying. But at this point, like, I've, I've hammered this. I've kind of hammered this um uh this this topic to death for well over a decade because i started hammering this i started hammering this topic back when the toby Maguire spider-mans came and like spider-man oh, 2 Lord. was just like in spider-man 2 which everyone loved was just like Hey, look, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Hey, look, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Hey, look, Spider-Man took his mask off in front of a train of people. <clears throat> and ever since then, there's been a very deliberate attempt in most mediums to strip away the secret identity aspect of, of heroes. Arrowverse does it all the time. Everyone knows Oliver's arrow. Everyone knows Barry's the Flash. Everyone knows Kara's Supergirl. Everyone knows Lena loves Kara. What? I will. No, those are all facts. (laughs) Lena loves Kara, and Kara loves Lena. I will say that Supergirl does the best. At keeping, like, okay, yes, everybody in Kara's core group knows that she's Supergirl, but the people she saves only know her as Supergirl. Barry reveals himself to practically every person that he saves. Barry just walks around the street, psst, I'm the Flash. <laughs> psst, I'm the Flash. But and like not, I said, not everyone in Kara's core group. I mean, you had, uh, you had um, Odette from last season. She's no longer around, and she knows Kara Supergirl. <clears throat> like, there's, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of bad secret key. But this one just Arrow seems universe. worse because we've only the, had seven episodes of the show in its entirety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rest happened over time. Like, I don't think Alex found out till like, episode six or seven. Right, and so. Lena just found out at the end of last season, and we're on 
for Supergirl was this season five, four or five, something like that. Poor Lena. And Lena just found out at the end of last year. So and in seven episodes, 90% of the main cast have found out that she's Batwoman. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so the crows find a, a – you're able to track the gun because it uh, it emanates – A radiation <coughs> a, signature, electric, right? Re, yeah, like a radiation signature, low-key radiation signature, I'm assuming, um, but enough to be, be able to be picked up. So they find it – they find a, ma- a concentration of this at a warehouse, so everyone kind of converges on this. Batwoman converges there. The crows converge there. Um, that's because Alice gave him this weapon to to try out. She's like, this will kill Batwoman. Here, take this. <clears throat> so the rifle has the weapon. They follow the signature to, to an apartment complex or warehouse. Not really sure offhand, which is where um, Sophie is looking is looking for the person gun out all the time thinking about her and Kate breaking up and I'm not lying because this is when we get our last flashback That's actually that is <laughs> You're not kidding no that one, is actually when that happened Yes no one keeps their mind on what they're doing in this episode like they're all thinking about these flashbacks And then So So yeah we have the flashback. Sophie's looking around. Kate, um, Jacob is on the communication at Crow headquarters. He's like, hey, did we get the gun yet? And Sophie's like, sorry, just thinking of when I broke up with your daughter. She didn't get, say that, but it was pretty close. Ah, uh, to see. We get, a, we get a short little scene of Catherine being like, you know, what I did was because I loved you and blah, blah, blah. Blah blah blah. I'm sorry. Justification. They, I don't care. Go away. Yeah, and they kind of have a small, small reconciliation. Like it's not. It's not a lot, but like it's. You get the feeling like there's less animosity now. The ice has begun to thaw. Right. So we go back. To we go back to Sophie, kind of going through the apartment complex looking for the gun because apparently the giant thing beeping when she's close is not a warning. She comes across Batwoman and she's like, Hey Kate, ex ex girlfriend, how you doing? Batwoman's like, I have no idea what you're talking about because who's behind Sophie? Kate. Yes. But how is Kate? behind Sophie and Batwoman's in front of Sophie if Kate is so is how oh how did that happen we don't is, know all well we don't know well no, we do it, but it's Julia yeah yeah so there's a nice little there's a nice little moment where Sophie's like oh I guess I was wrong <clears throat> Just then, Batwoman gets shot by a gun that's designed to kill Batwoman. And then Kate decides to go after her. Out the window. Well, yes. So she gets shot. 
shot flies out a window, flies down like four floors to the ground below. And the crows are there. They're like, well, we didn't get the gun we wanted, but Batwoman's on the ground. So crows out. Let's take her. Jacob said, bring her to me. <clears throat> yep. In a very dark and sinister voice that had I really been fully thinking when I was watching, would have yeah. realized was not Wait. exactly how Jacob would have talked. But we'll get to that in a minute. Well, it was funny because I, I finished the episode, so I had enough time to start watching it again before we recorded. And watching it back a second time, one of the things I noticed. The first time around, I was like, wow, his voice seems off this this episode. And going back, I'm like, it's it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. So they're bringing Batwoman to Jacob. Kate sees them load them and load her into the truck. So she grabs her helmet, jumps on her bike and goes and goes riding after the truck. To which she pulls out a gun and takes her sharpshooting out for a run and blows the tire on the truck with one shot. Which then so, causes the car to crash and to flip. Right. Flip. Which is a really good scene. Like I like the scene was paced well. The 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 drive through the city. I love the fact and I I don't think we reference this enough. Like Gotham feels like a real city in this. In the it does. And I think the fact that they shoot in Vancouver and can probably go on location for all of those helps. You know, which is which is great. But I mean, like every other time, like even when they like filmed in Chicago for the uh, for the Nolan series, like Gotham just always feels either like very gothic architecture that doesn't look like it would exist all in one city or just a very grimy rundown place that again doesn't it just never looks fully like a real city like you can have a bunch of bad areas but this this show also shows like good areas of gotham which we don't really ever get to see but I do have a question. To my knowledge, there is a thing that um, there is a real a real item that exists that they make tires out of that would prevent you being able to shoot them and blow out the tire. Like I believe actual bulletproof uh, tires exist. Yes, I believe actual bulletproof tires exist and that they're used by law enforcement. How do the crows not have this? I don't know. And they need to invest in it. You know, this seems like a very serious flaw for a security crew. Yes. (laughs) But in any event, after the crash, Kate kind of takes out the the one or two guards that that were there. And grabs Julia out of the out of the truck and whisks her away to safety because she's not dead. We don't know why she's not dead. That gun is designed to kill Batwoman. Except, well, Except, you know, 
we find out that Alice took out the piece that would have done that. So it was essentially yep, she just took a out regular... the lethal piece. It's just a regular right. gun now. So there's a scene. So the next scene is the rifle in Alice squabbling back and forth. And the rifle kind of knows something's up and it he kind of knows Alice is to blame. And he's like, apparently there's been apparently there's somebody else involved in this that we don't know. But we get a name drop. The rifle says, you know, he's he's going back to he's leaving. And when his boss finds out, she's not going to be happy. And he drops the name. uh, I need to have this name in front of me. Otherwise, I'm going to butcher it. Although I'm probably still going to butcher it. So he drops the name uh, Syphia. S-A-F-I-Y-A-H. And that is an important name. Uh, In the comics, uh, during the Rebirth series, if I remember correctly, Syphia is... Um, kind of ran this this essentially pirate style island. It was an island that she kind of took over from a warlord that is made up of different all I don't want to say mafia families or gangs, but essentially different factions of people that all kind of resided on this island, and she kind of keeps all the all the factions in check. They're allowed to go off and do whatever they want. They come back to the island for safe harbor. This island is important in the Batwoman mythos because in the comics, when Kate leaves the Academy or when Kate's kicked out of the Academy, she kind of goes on um, essentially like a year-long bender. Okay. Kind of like what you see Bruce go through at the beginning of like Batman Begins. Um, and she kind of washes up on this island where she's, where she's cared for originally because she kind of, she kind of washes up on the island, uh, blacked out drunk. She's cared for by Syphia and they fall in love. And this is the first love of Kate's life before, um, Renee and Martin, uh, Maggie Sawyer. So they have a they have a really a really intense relationship that they do break up after a while because Kate has to leave the island and Sifia wants to stay there and, and do stuff. She so, runs a thing called the Go ahead. Do we think then if they're holding true to the comic book story and this is who the rifle is working for, that she found out that Kate is Batwoman and wants to kill her because uh, they have a past. It is very possible. Um, I don't know. They do reference the many arms of death, which is a group that she is a group that she kind of forms after the fact, after they they broke up and in the comics around this time Alice is kind of on meds and is cured of being Beth and Sifia actually kind of kidnaps her 
and tries to turn her back into Alice to kind of help her out. So it's a crime syndicate, and they do reference the many arms of death in the episode. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes from here. Maybe but that'll want... be the story for the back half of the season. Yeah, but I just wanted to give a background on her character in the comics. Uh, because I really I liked the character in the comics, and um, before the show started, I had put up a poll on Twitter, like, who is Kate's true love? And I put Renee Montoya, uh, Maggie Sawyer, and her. And it was a dead heat between Maggie and uh, Sifia. Renee was just kind of... There. Yeah. So... Uh, so that's the scene we get between the rifle and Alice. We go back to the Batcave where we see Kate and, and Julia talking. And Kate's kind of wrapping up Julia's banded uh, ribs, which I kind of liked because it's usually the Pennyworth. Um, it's usually like the Pennyworth family taking care of the Waynes or taking care of Batman's injuries. So it was kind of flipped, which I thought was nice. That's a pretty cool symmetry moment. Yeah, and Kate's like, all right, you took a bullet for me. I guess we're even, and which then, is really what happens. Like, that that yeah. actually happened. And then this is where Julie announces she's leaving, right? Yep, Julie is like, peace out, guys. I was only here for one episode. Uh, I'm assuming we'll see her at some point again, but, yeah, she yeah. was just here for this episode. She's like, I'm going to this island off of Greece. Because I'm a spy, but she's also trying to hunt down the rifle still. Right. That being said, we uh, we get Kate. Wow. You know what? We've all right. So we get Kate uh, in the first place that was bought by by her um, real estate company. A real estate company. So Sophie comes in and is like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were. I was wrong. By the way, what did you want to talk about the other night before everything kind of went sideways? And Kate's like, well, I don't. Um, I'm not over you. I still love you. Which I know isn't now, fair, but based would, on what I heard you say to I know that isn't woman, fair to, you know, you're still in love with me, and I know it's not fair to you or to her husband that's gonna not be around much longer. But you know, I think we should stay as far apart as humanly possible because that's the only way it's gonna work for us. And Sophie's like, "Do you really think that'll work?" And Kate says, "It has to." It, right. And that was like a very again, this is like their breakup in the past, and this is like the most CW the show's been. And um, since I'm such a junkie for all things CW, I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that it was bad. Like I enjoyed it, and I think it was done well. Like it wasn't done hokey. It wasn't over like overly melodramatic. Like it was acted well, and the scenes were done well. And I just this and then the scene like to continue that scene after 
like Sophie gives her something before she leaves. And then she walks away. I hope it's the heart of a pig. And I said to myself as I was watching it before she opened it, oh, my God, it's her medal. And I started I was I had tears in my eyes. I was like, oh, my God, it's her medal. And I felt all the feels. All of them. Every single <laughs> one. I yep. didn't. But at least somebody did. Um, and Kate's like, oh, she gave I gave her my heart and she gave me a pen. No, she gave did her a Kate medal. Did Kate cry when she saw that? She looked sad. That's kind I, of like crying. I Look, thought for a Wayne, I heard her cry, but I wasn't sure. For a Wayne, looking sad is kind of like crying. No, I actually thought I heard a sob come out of her mouth, but I wasn't sure. Eh, maybe. Um, wow, no, this... You're just going to gloss over my great movie quote of, I gave her my heart, she gave me a pen, from uh, uh, that movie with John Cusack and the Boombox. Yes, because even though I know what that movie is, even though I can't really think of the title right now, I have not actually seen it in its entirety. Ah, see? In any event. Uh, Was it 16 um, Candles? The Boombox? No, oh, it's not. No, no, it's not 16 Candles. How dare you? How dare you, <laughs> ma'am? <laughs> My movie uh, knowledge is not as prolific as my television knowledge. Fun fact, when looking up John Cusack, you should spell his name C-U-S-A-C-K and not C-U-D-A-C-K, because <laughs> apparently it's called Say Anything. Ah, okay. So so that kind of wraps up that, that part of the story pretty nicely. And then we get the whole... Oh, crap moment of the episode. I screamed. Well, no, before we get that, Sophie then goes to husband and is like, hey, husband, by the way, hey, all right. So remember, we used to date. I loved her. Still love her. She doesn't say that part. Used to love her. We're done now. Now we're and he's like, how long did you date her? Three years. Give or take. It was just a fling, though. Yeah, give or take. Just a fling. And he's like, really? Yes, Three years husband. Is... Yeah. Is longer than any of my relationships except ours. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I, I only love you, oh, husband of mine. Apple of my eye. And she keeps calling him husband, which is weird. No, she doesn't. But. She should have, because that would have been hilarious. <laughs> and then she gives him this awful, awful, awful kiss. Yes. Like, he's trying to have passion with it. She's trying to not throw up in her mouth. And then they kind of hug afterwards, and they both have that distant, far-off look. She's thinking of Kate. He's thinking of a divorce attorney. This this relationship is not going to go much further. No, not at all. We find out at that point that Jacob is driving out west where he was at the beginning 
of the episode, and he's like, hey, guys, I'm still out. It's me, Jake, out west. Haven't been around for a few days. I'll be back soon, but why? And Jacob was, was in this entire. Then this was the moment we I get to Alice's. We get to Alice's hangout, and and Jacob shows up and pulls off his face to reveal that he's been mouse this entire time. And I screamed, "Holy shit!" Yes. So, couple things here. One, the way Mouse takes off his mask is identical to the way Ethan Hunt takes off his mask in uh, the Mission Impossible movie series with Tom Cruise, to which um, the actor who plays Jacob Kane was in Mission Impossible 2. Fun little Palmer fun fact there. Secondly... That's interesting. Secondly, this leads me... This leads me to wonder something. Okay. He has a mask for Jacob Kane. Could it be possible that he also impersonated Jacob Kane at the Academy? Ooh. Huh. Why would he? On Alice's orders to mess with Kate. That's assuming that Beth's made that Beth is, or that she's that she's Alice at this point, and that she's keeping tabs on Kate. Correct. We don't know. All we really know is that's only like two years ago. Yeah. So it's very possible she was, or at least in like the beginning stages of Alice. So it's going to be very interesting because she I'm now that you said that, I'm curious. And it's going to be interesting when she does talk to Jacob. If Jacob goes, what the hell are you talking about? I never did that. Right. And I don't think that's where this is going. But I just find it odd that we get this episode of him impersonating Jacob. At the same time, you get this flashback that Jacob is a central figure in what happened. Unless they did that as a way to kind of be like, this is Jacob in the past. The Jacob of the current, of the present, is not, there's something off. Kind of a way to show us real Jacob and this is not Jacob. And a kind of a subtle way to clue the audience in that something's not quite right. Right. And and like I said, you're you are probably right. And I don't necessarily think that that what I'm saying has a lot of weight to it, but I'm just going to go on record now because if that does happen, I'm the smartest person alive. (laughs) And so I I will give you points for that. And I will let you say whatever you want about whoever you want when you're, if you're proven right for that episode. So one of the, before we wrap up the episode, because there's one is kind of, one scene we forgot to talk about and one scene that kind of happens in between this this last part uh, that we'll talk about now. But Mary walks in as as um, Oh, we did totally Luke, forget about that, didn't yeah, we? As, as Luke, Kate, and uh, Julia are going to go down to the Batcave 
as the door is opening, Mary walks in and like Luke quickly has to close the door. And they're all like, how the hell did you get up here? We have a security guard. And she and calls it like, a safe room. Yep. And she's like, oh, Carl loves double frappuccinos. I don't know what Kate says. Like, Kate says something under her breath. She and said good because he'll be making could... them. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Carl, you got to get better at security, buddy. Like, come on, man. I mean, it's also Kate's sister, so why wouldn't he let her through? Come on, Carl. Don't get distracted by a pretty face. And, and she notices Julie. She's like, oh, so who she's are you? Like, yeah. So she's kind yeah. of, she's kind of again, um, like going through everything. She's like. You know, you haven't called, and mom and dad are getting divorced, and do you even care? Who are you, blonde lady? And Kate's like, oh, that's my that's my assistant. And she's like, you have two assistants for a property company that owns Doesn't no property. Doesn't even have any property. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, technically, they have Wayne Tower. That is property. So you have that, but that kind of dovetail dovetail into uh, the place that Kate and Sophie have their little farewell their farewell emotional moment is the first property that Kate's business bought and I believe the business is Gotham Pride yeah was the name of it she um, said Gotham Pride real estate or something like that right and when she, she's going to have the, the next scene of her is her with Mary uh, in the same place as she's hanging up a pride flag in the window and, and in the window and she's like and she's talking to Mary and she is telling Mary like you know I bought this place you know I want to I want to fix it up she was like you see that place you know she see that restaurant down there they kicked me out for for being gay what's he gonna think when I turn this and, place into a gay bar a gay bar to which Mary's like, I'm the interior done. <clears throat> so that was a nice little that was a nice little like um, roundabout way of Kate getting back at the guy, plus like her and Mary, like her calling Mary and telling her about it, and like they're letting letting her doing in. this right, and this is like hey just because just because they're go you know just because our parents are going through something it's not going to affect us and then so you have her really voiceover good. going on at the same time talking about how she has to at least let one person see one part of her and i thought it was ve- like it was mirrored very interestingly i liked it absolutely so that kind of wraps up the entire episode overall uh i I did enjoy this episode, and I liked it definitely more than the last episode. I would give it a 7 out of 10. I would agree. I would agree with the 7 out of 10. Uh, my my uh, high point for this episode, uh, you know, I don't – there were good um, parts. It was a very solid episode. What would you say is your, like, your favorite moment? The high point for me – 
would my two favorite? I have two. It's okay. either the scene with Luke and what is Alfred's daughter's name? I know it starts with a J, but I can't. Julia. Julia. The the scene with the back and forth with Julia and Luke about yeah. um, Kate and Sophie was number one, and then number two at the very end where Kate says, what is he going to think when I turn this place into a gay bar? I died laughing. Like Kate's petty is so perfect. Yes. I will say, you know what? I'm going to say that that is my favorite moment or the scene in the restaurant where Kate is just, is being extra. Yes. Um, I will say my least favorite moment my least favorite moment is Sophie with husband because yeah agree it's it's just so obvious that that they have no connection and and no chemistry like there's right. just it no like their relationship is perfectly is perfectly perfectly indicative of the boys to men song water runs dry let everyone go listen to that song and that just explains their relationship perfectly uh, oh my god yeah yeah just wait until the next episode when i reference um lfo summer girls that'll that'll be good <laughs> but other than that um pretty much wraps up our takes on the episode so next week we have nothing nothing good day sir no uh we have nothing we come back december 1st for an episode and then it'll be the uh crisis episode after that um we'll remind you again we talked about it last week we'll remind you again and we'll remind you on december 1st what we're going to do is we're going to for crisis uh, for the week of crisis, we're going to watch all three episodes and we'll record one day uh, for all three. And I'll either break it up into three uh, episodes or I'll just leave it one big one. Depends on how much I how frisky I'm feeling with editing that week. Uh, um, but so we'll probably put out the episode on Thursday that week because we'll record Wednesday after all three after all three episodes at eight, and then we'll do the same thing when it comes back for the final two. Sounds good to uh, me. Yeah. So other than that, any other thoughts? No, I think we pretty much covered everything. All right. We are part of the thought bubble podcast group. Uh, we have podcast for the modern geek. We also have aside from Batwoman TV talk. We have Supergirl TV talk, Tolkien TV talk, Academy read up, Beer with Geeks, Metropolis, Hate Watch with us. There's just more going by the day. Listen to everybody. They're all great episodes. There's something for everybody. If you like just general comic book, you have Beer with Geeks. If you like Lord of the Rings for some reason, you have Tolkien TV Talk. Other than that, you can find us at Batwoman TV Talk at Gmail. Please drop us an email if uh you have any comments or thoughts on the show on our episodes or on the actual batwoman episodes we'd be happy to read them on air and discuss them 
or you can reach out to us at Batwoman TV Talk on Twitter, or you can reach me at Academy Rewind on Twitter. And where can they find? They can find me at XO Tony Roney XO. All right. Uh, that being said, they are shining the bat signal out in the sky, so we got to get going this week. Again, we'll, we'll be back the week of December 1st, so we're off for at least a week, maybe two. I don't know because I'm not good at counting days. It's just a week. It's just a week. All right. Like, fine. Wait, no, it might, so, no, wait, it might be two. Ha, no, it's, it's two. No, it is just a week. It Today's is just a week. Day. Okay. Today's the 18th, 25th, and yep, okay. And um, happy Thanksgiving, because we're off the week of Thanksgiving, so by the time we come back together, Thanksgiving will have happened. Yes, everybody have a a safe Thanksgiving holiday with ones you love, or if you're really vindictive, ones you hate. (laughs) Either one is fine. Um, Other than that, I got nothing else, so we'll talk to you uh, the week of December 1st. Bye, everybody. Bye.